Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we're watching Minute 65, which begins with Peter hyping up Miles and ending a minute later with Aunt May asking for some help. I have titled this minute, Can't Do It On Command. Yeah, I that was one of my working titles for the episode minute, but I decided to go with the one that I'm using now. Uh, <laughs> um, Which we know what that is. Yes, totally. obviously. It's the one, if you look at the podcast feed, that it says. Clearly what it is. <laughs> um, I, I like how, uh, like, good job on Peter for hyping up Miles, but... He does kind of blow it, blow it, <laughs> and be like, "Just a bit, yeah." He, he can show off his powers. He's like, "Can't show no, off my powers." <laughs> he can do so many other things. Like what else? Just those two things. Just, just those two things. Yeah, he Not... is very positive the whole time he's doing it, though, which is very good. Although I love how you can kind of tell he kind of thought like I didn't think this through well enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, just a quick small detail I noticed that I don't think I noticed before is that, um, so Pete, uh, Miles is still wearing the Spider-Man merch. Yeah. Um, but I noticed in this minute that he has the pants rolled up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pulled them up a little <laughs> I bit. I never noticed it in the, the previous minutes, so I don't know if it's like, he's always had them up, or I'm just noticing it now. I, I know they've always been kind of short on him. Yeah, but no, these are, like, um, distinctly rolled did he- up. Was he wearing the? Yeah, no, I think it was. I think it's just when he's wearing, like street clothing, he has them rolled up. And that makes sense. He was when he was just in his like miles, like just in the spider costume, he had them pulled mm-hmm. down a little bit further. I think he did, yeah. But yeah, I do love like he just keeps this costume on the whole time. <laughs> it it is funny, um, but yeah, going back to the support stuff, I also love. Yeah. Peter trying to hype up Miles, not thinking it through, yeah. clearly. But then I love Gwen's little sweet moment of just like, hey, this guy, I've seen him and he's got potential. Yeah. Like, she's more realistic about it. But it's also just still a little sweet, little sweet, like, hey guys, like, let's give him a shot. Yeah, I do have like a bit of complaint with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least with the portrayal of her is like I love the like yeah he's got potential and then it immediately seems like she turns on him and just gets very like at least the way it's played off it comes off very aggressive and like anti-Miles but then yeah. like after that like she kind of flips back and and says it like uh, is it I think when it, she's when they go into the group and she's trying to like support them like and she says to peter you know hey we might have to like consider that like consider the option if he's not able to do this mm-hmm. and like there she says it in a sweet way again but when she's like hitting my like when they all attack miles and um she like goes after him she says it in a very aggressive way and it seems a little like out of character or it, it feels out of character that they didn't uh switch it enough from Mm -hmm. when she was sweet to not sweet back to sweet it felt very just like oh you you know flipped like you know flip of the coin 
and then she wasn't sweet again and flipped it again as she was and it wasn't this like progression yeah um, that could have been built up i can see where you're where you're seeing that i think i always just took it more as a bit more of like a tough love situation like this is being her a little more idealistic or when fighting him she's being a little harsher a little more like hey this is reality yeah and like i think it just didn't feel like it came off that way like the mm-hmm. no, the lines didn't feel like they were said that way mm-hmm. like i get what you mean i get what you mean and like honestly like that sort of deviation is so fine that it can yeah. be very hard to tell sometimes like some people are like well no you're being mean it's like no i'm being like sensed in reality here and i think i think it might just be her line of can you swing and flip with the grace of a trained dancer like Mm -hmm. she kind of knows you can't she already saw that like if she would have asked maybe something else because then later on once they get into the into it and she says can you be strong like that feels more in line with what she is like can you be strong um but then when it gets in, in the next minute with her next line and the, the next line of inquiry that they all do, feels a bit more in character with her. Yeah, I think I almost gave her the, the dancer line just because everyone else was kind of asking more character-specific questions. Yeah. Like things that like what they deal with. And so it was sort of to kind of follow that motif. Which I understand, but it does... No, I totally get what you mean. Like it does feel off for her. Yeah. It's almost like they wrote that before they realized she would be seeing him swinging. Yeah. In a um, way. And before they had everything settled down as to like how mm-hmm. they interact with each other and what their relationship is and whatnot. Yeah, yeah it definitely feels and then, like, like that. And then maybe they just kind of either forgot to cut it out or just didn't really want to change it because it still fit with like the other lines. They're like, oh, it still works. Yeah. Like, so, no, I get, but yeah, I totally see where you're coming from with that one. Speaking of the character specific lines. I want to talk about Spider Noirs really quick. Yeah. So, first off, his lines are hilarious. Where it's like some of like the dialogue he has of like biscuit boxers. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up. Apparently, uh, Nicholas Cage uh, improvised that line, <laughs> or a lot of those lines. And I'm like, wait, what? And there was like some controversy around it because people were thinking it was something that it wasn't. I don't, I don't remember what all of the articles said, but I'm like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> oh i think what it was is that so he improvised a lot of those lines because they allowed like they allowed them to improvise the lines like i remember john mulaney talked about that and it was very funny because he did a lot of swearing in his outtakes yeah and at one point he finally asked like what's this movie rated it's like uh pg but don't worry like we'll cut all this out just keep going like it was just to kind of help create an environment um but he improvised quite a few of these lines and some of them got very sexual And I'm like, what? Uh, this is not one of those lines. But that kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> like, a lot when I think about that. Of just Nicolas Cage using all of this, like, 1920s made-up slang. But, um, like... <laughs> with, like, a very sexual context. And I'm like, this is just the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the biscuit boxers particularly is one... That just made me chuckle a lot. Uh, and the way he kept saying, surprise attack. Yeah. <laughs> surprise attack! <laughs> it's not a surprise attack if you announce your attack. <laughs> surprise attack! I mean, clearly it worked. That's true. 
<laughs> yeah, I also like his next line of, uh, can you close off your feelings? That's a heavy line. Yeah. <laughs> when you really think of it, but it's so funny in the moment. It is funny because it is something that, like, you know, everybody, it's something that's never brought up, but is obvious that, like, everybody kind I shouldn't say never brought up, but very rarely is it brought up in a, like, kind of meaningful Direct way. Direct way. Um, yeah, in, in the story, and um, but it's obvious something that has to, like, you know, be contended with, and, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. are outside of comics are just like, wait, like, these guys are criminals, right (laughs) and like some people like sometimes it's this sort of like you know gray area of what they're doing and some of them you know get some sort of legal status with it and sometimes they don't and yeah yeah, it's it's always i I always like bringing up batman as like the perfect example because he is a vigilante and he is breaking the law but he's also fighting very dangerous criminal. Yeah. Although he himself is technically a criminal. Yeah. And in many versions is like wanted by cops. Um, so it's like it's something that gets brought up, maybe not directly among heroes, but in gen- like it is something that they deal with. So that line is very funny because it is very true, and it is also um, very heavy at the same time. Yeah, and then Aunt May's like. <laughs> Um. <laughs> can you help her create an online dating profile it's like i do just love the idea of miles like it's not even his aunt and he's just stopping over and like helping her out you know with with stuff like that you know what i need that in the sequel <laughs> like even if it's just like an after credits thing or like yeah. they just bring it up once but like how like, has he's been helping, like coming over and helping her with it. Like I love this idea. Yeah, like they're doing like a little study group where he's like over there doing some of his homework, and she keeps asking him some questions, and he's like, "Oh, click on this and this," and, like, and then he goes back that. to doing his math. And it's, he, like it's he might Miles. be doing like history homework. And he it's keeps like asking Miles, her about stuff. Aunt May, and um, Miles's roommate, whose name I'm blanking on. Uh, Genki. Genki, thank you. I wanted to say Kenji for some reason, but it's not that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, he's doing some history homework, he's like, hey, what was, like, you know, the I Have a Dream speech like, and, and she's like, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> and, uh, um. <laughs> Did your parents ever talk about this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wasn't there with my grandmother. And it's like, I think the thing that makes that line even funnier is that she delivers it so calmly compared to everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she's just like, Peter never helped me with this. Can you? It's like, please. I've asked him many times and he just never would. Yeah. Do you have anything else for this minute? The The last thing I just wanted to touch on was how well this scene sets up the conflict in the third act. Like, it's a oh. very just like, okay, this is what the third act's going to be about. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. Um, <laughs> is getting mild, you know, this one and then the beginning of the next one. Yeah. Or, or, and all of next minute is just like okay miles needs to get good enough to to be able to push the button mm-hmm. um and that's what the the third act is all about is getting him to that point mm-hmm. it is it is a great setup and that's it's also great comedy too like their timing with it is fantastic yeah it also is like a nice like a lot of times it's always tricky like you know when does the third act happen or um 
you know, where, where is, you know, the different, where mm-hmm. are the act breaks? And sometimes it's very hard to like, oh, you could pick this one for this movie or, oh, maybe, you know, you'll vote later. And this is actually when the act break is. But this is a very distinct like, okay, this is where the act ends. Yeah, <laughs> it's the end of this it very week. much blends, to, like it doesn't blend together like some do. Like this one yeah. is very clear. Clear cut. Yeah. Yeah, but that that was the, the last thing I had to bring up. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Catch us again on Friday with the next minute, minute 66. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.